Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Empire Secrets. I have just read probably what will become my favorite business book of all time until another book kind of takes its place. Um, it is 10x is easier than 2x by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. Everyone and their neighbor around me has been talking about this book, so I knew it was time to dive in. Um, I'm part of the Female Founders Collective, and somebody on there recommended that we do a book club, and we did it last week on Friday. I had to be on deadline to read this book because <laughs> I remember when she booked that book club, uh, that that sort of gathering. Um, it was back in June, and I remember thinking, oh my gosh, like it's two months away, um, I'm definitely going to have read this book by then and it feels like so far away in terms of time. And sure enough, July was crazy busy and I had not yet gotten to the book. And so I was reading this book the night before in the morning of the book club and I just couldn't put it down. So I wanted to share with you sort of my takeaways from the book. Um, it's not as robust as I would have liked, but it, it really is just kind of the things that kind of stuck with me in this book and the things that I know I will use in my business moving forward. And I think they'd be super useful for you as well. By the way, this shouldn't, you know, take place of reading the book. I highly recommend you read it. It's, it's a super nice, easy read. It's not super complicated, but it does really challenge you to think. Um, in fact, this gal who put the book club together, she said she did it chapter by chapter and she left herself um, a couple days between each chapter to really think through the questions. Uh, for me, the questions were kind of easy to answer and so I felt like I went through it pretty quickly, um, but I didn't feel like I missed anything by not taking the time. But I know that everyone is in a different place in their business. Um, that actually became really clear during our conversation in the book club, but so depending on what stage of the business you're in, you might give yourself a bit more time between the chapters. Okay, so the idea that 10x is easier than 2x um, is very counterintuitive. And the first question that the author wants you to think about is this idea that what is this impossible goal for your business? Um, what would be this phenomenal, completely you know, in the stars goal for your business. And you have to kind of answer that question with this would be impossible unless fill in the blank. So you fill in the blank for that sort of sentence. Like this goal, this massive big goal that you might not have yet in your business. I mean, like this is, this is the idea of expanding your mindset to include these big impossible goals. So what would that massive impossible goal be and what would it take for it to happen? So that would be possible, that wouldn't be possible unless this other thing was in place or unless you were operating in this sort of way. Um, so that was like kind of the first question that hits you when you start the book. It has to be a goal that's so big it seems impossible. Um, there's a girl that I follow, uh, in her, the way that she described, I'm trying to remember the way that she described things like this. It was like the, um, the crazy goal or, but it was more than that. It was like the goal that if somebody heard you, they'd think you were crazy. <laughs> so that's, that's the goal that we should aim for. Um, so you really want to focus on that second part of the sentence, the unless, 
right? Because it forces you to go out of your current level of knowledge and your current activities in your business. Um, and throughout the book, he talks a lot about the 80-20 rule that um, 20% of what you do moves the needle by 80% or moves the needle the most. And the author really wants you to kind of shed the 80%. So it really is a radical shift in your business. So for me, I've been thinking a lot about um, what, what things I need to implement in my business that I know will get me growth, but I haven't started thinking enough about exponential growth. I've been thinking a lot about incremental growth. Um, and for me, it's a little bit different, I feel like, because I'm, I'm very much in sort of the implementation creation phase of my business. It's a very like foundational level. Uh, and this book is, I feel, for a little bit further ahead, but not too far ahead. And so one of the things that came up in the group was the fact that, you know, I'm earlier in business and so there are a lot of things that I still need to put in place. So right now, the things I'm working on are this podcast, like the workflow behind it, um, securing guests for this podcast, being a guest on other people's podcasts, um, my entire content workflow, my entire social media, like scheduling and posting workflow. So I'm working with a VA on that. Um, so all these things that don't exist yet, like all these systems don't yet exist in my business. Um, so... I am like implementing these things, but will they get me exponential growth? Maybe it'll be exponential from where I am right now, where I don't have these systems in place. But reading this book, even in this phase of the business that I'm in now, has prompted me to think about, okay, what am I not, what could I be leveraging even in this early phase of my business? Um, and honestly, it made me think of different people that I know that I could partner with, that I could tap into their audiences. Like right now I am reaching out to podcast hosts that I've never met before. Uh, and I'm pitching myself to be on their podcast so far. Everyone's accepted, but what about the folks that I do know that I could create joint ventures with, um, and, and essentially like catapult my growth that way. Um, so speaking of joint ventures, one thing that kind of stuck me with the book, this is not in the order that I wrote, but I'm going to skip to this point. Uh, I have it open right here on page 128. Um, and it's the idea that you should always be the buyer in a relationship, in a business relationship, because the buyer has nothing to lose. The buyer can walk away. The buyer is not desperate. The seller has something to lose. They're desperate. They, you know, are going to be working towards that sale. Whereas the buyer is somebody that knows their worth, knows their value, and comes into the relationship with a sense of like, can you meet my standard? Um, and I loved reading this, this section because I have admired people that are further along in business because they have this sort of je ne sais quoi, this, this sort of touch. Um, and I've heard it as like leaning back. I've heard it as different things, but I've never heard it explained as like a buyer to buyer relationship. So I thought that was really, really awesome. Uh, and the idea that instead of creating that buyer to seller relationship, you're creating a buyer to buyer relationship where the combination of that is a transformational collaboration. It really is an amazing sum of both parties where both parties are winning. It's not, you're not comparing like, well, how, you know, what are the exact things that you gained? What are these? Everybody's winning. Um, and so the idea that 
it should be a collaboration where this happens organically versus like tit for tat and like you are buying from me and you know what I mean? Um, it should, anyway, so this idea of transformational collaboration. Um, another important concept in the book that he talks about, and I think it references a, a previous book by um, Dan Sullivan, which is Who Not How. This idea I'd actually heard from Russell Brunson last year, uh, but it's the idea that you shouldn't focus on how to do everything because you cannot do everything. You should focus on the who can do what tasks. Um, and again, when every time that you're really focusing on the 20% that will move the business forward, you're also focusing on what exactly you should be doing as the CEO of your business in order to build that empire and grow it exponentially. Um, and what that also means, I'm getting a little bit like sidetracked from the who, not how, but it really is the idea that not everything that you're doing should, you should keep doing. <laughs> you should, in fact, like let go of a lot of what you're doing to only focus on the things that can actually really explode your business. Um, he gave the example of this real estate or actually was she she didn't start as a real estate agent her name is Linda she was the wife of somebody who bought a restaurant and then it failed in the 80s and her her husband turned to her and said i need your help like we need to pay bills and she's like well what can i do and he goes well i heard someone say that there's always money in real estate and that's how their journey started she got her real estate license Oh my gosh. And so this woman went from like knowing nothing and it sounded like, I think she made like three grand her first year to seeing that the top performing agents in her city, in her territory had assistance. And so she was like, okay, I need an assistant. And the second she ordered, she hired, <laughs> she ordered, she hired an assistant. She was able to offload all of these like low um, traction or low, you know, um, low cost really, uh, tasks in her business, all the admin tasks, all the logging, all the emailing, all that stuff that took up so much of her time was now done by an assistant. And so once she got that offloaded to someone else, she was able to focus on growing that business. Fast forward, she built an entire team of real estate agents because she off, she realized that she wasn't um, what she didn't love working with buyers agents. And so she wanted, um, I'm sorry, she didn't love working with buyers. And so she hired, started hiring a buyer's agent, um, grew her team that way, essentially like always offloading the tasks that were not in her zone of genius. Um, the author calls it the unique ability. So focusing on the things that you're that are your unique ability. Um, and then, Ultimately, like she, she took over the world. Like she, uh, she grew exponentially, and then she um, started her own ag agency, and then she was, um, I think, some big real estate agency or uh, company hired her to like lead an entire portion of the country. And anyway, she just exploded because each time that she, each time she focused on her twenty percent of the business that would would really catapult their next ten x. And then once that got comfortable, she cut out 80% and focused on the next 20 that would get her to the next 10x. And it really was just like massive leaps of growth. Um, doesn't happen overnight. 
Uh, I think her story takes place over like, ugh, like 30 years or something. But, but she really went from, you know, $3,000. She went from nothing to $3,000 a year in one year to, I think she closed like 10 billion in sales or something uh, crazy like that. So anyway, all this, this was like a really awesome example to read. Um, nothing happens overnight, but the idea that you're, you're focusing on the things that are going to get you 10 X growth. Um, and then ultimately, so you start with the the who, not the how, but then ultimately your goal is to get to a self-managing company where you have like trained and in uh trusted leaders that are in place to really run your company for you um definitely not there yet but um but yeah so that's kind of the goal to get you to that place so one thing in that journey that that stuck with me that the book talks about as well is the fact that it it's actually painful um you know no, it was not easy for anyone to to shed these things that they're used to doing you know like you're comfortable doing them and, um, yeah, it's not always easy to shed those things and focus on the thing that will move the needle in a massive way for your business. But it's by doing that, that you're able to move the needle because you're able, it's easier because you're, you're focusing on less things. And that's the core message of the book is that you should be focusing on less things and doing them at a 10 X quality level to get 10x results. Um, talks about Mr. Beast and how he was so meticulous about his videos and like really studied how to get traction and get views and what worked. Um, then now he has a whole team doing, you know, supporting him. But um, yeah, so the idea of like it's quantity over quality, but of course, the more quality that you can get, the better. <laughs> Um, you shouldn't necessarily do little of it, but definitely focus on doing less and doing better until you can do better at scale. Um, and lastly, he talks about like, how do, how do you get to the 10 X? Like, what does that look like in a given year? Uh, the idea of like giving yourself free days. So there's an entire chapter of, um, I think it's chapter five that talks about, your schedule and it's, it's entitled take 150 plus free days per year. Oh my gosh. So I'm definitely not there. Um, and, but the idea is that you do take time off and I am there. I, I definitely unplug, um, on the weekends. Uh, Saturday is a day where I do not even think about work. Sunday, I allow myself to think about work, but I try not to be in front of my computer or, or take any work calls or anything like that. Um, it's really where like my mind is kind of operating, <laughs> operating like subconsciously, I guess, or, or just kind of in the back burner, the, the work thoughts or, um, just the business ideas. And, you know, I was actually telling my friend earlier today that I woke up this morning with this, <laughs> with this idea for a podcast, um, name for my pod, like I already call it empire secrets. Right. But I was like, Oh my gosh, it should be called marketing me. <laughs> and I remember waking up thinking like, Oh wow. I just like had this amazing idea and like all of my best ideas come when I'm waking up from really great sleep. Um, and I was like so excited and then when I actually thought about it in daylight, you know, when I was actually uh, awake, 
I was like, that's not a good podcast name where I'd like, I, I didn't like it as much, but anyway, just to give you an idea that, you know, the, the brain is kind of, my brain is kind of working in the background with a lot of these business thoughts and stuff, but I take a serious break on Saturday, like no work, no thinking about work, no emailing, nothing. It's just like straight up not work. Um, and obviously, you know, summertime I go to the beach. Um, I, I just, I take time off and I, I don't, so I'm not quite at 150 days a year. If you are, I'd love to hear from you. I'm so curious what that would look like. Um, but yeah, so that, that's kind of the final thing. I mean, he, he, the final thought of the book, um, is talking about the self-managing company, which I didn't really go to into as much because I feel like that's that's definitely a part of the business or you know a moment in the business that's further ahead. So not quite where I am right now, but yeah, I hope this was helpful. I really want to encourage you to pick up this book, um, and if you have a good idea for a book, let me know. Tag me or write me or DM me on Instagram at brandmagnetic. And, um, I will see you on the next one. I hope you are having a 10 X mindset for your business. My friend, uh, there goes my flying pen, uh, because I don't know about you. I just want to grow faster. Um, and it does, and it means that I want to work less. So the entire idea is that you're growing faster by working less by not, it's not about working harder. It's about working smarter, which is a cliche. And people don't really think about it, but it's totally, totally true. Um, All right. Thanks, friend. I'll see you in the next one.